Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday already. How about that? It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Vesley, right over there in the chair in Big Dick Toledo, dropping off a huge bag of McDonald's for the All-Skate. Wednesdays, which uh, lightens the load <laughs> on all of us just a little bit. We're very happy about when uh, one of us decides to go to McDonald's before the show starts. It's Ooh. a celebration today. That's right. It's a big day. Go ahead, Brady. The transfer of power. Peaceful. Oh, that. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. National Cheese Day. And National yeah. oh, Cheese Day. I thought it was, because it was National Cheese Lovers Day. I figured that would be more on your, on your plate, so to speak. We got a double whammy. National Cheese Lovers Day and yeah. National DJ Day. Oh, man. Well, we're not DJs. hey Another one. People, yeah, yeah, that guy's a DJ. Yeah, Khalid is a DJ. This, that guy is, I don't think, uh, happy day, DJ Khaled. But, yeah, somebody said that to me the other day, and I found myself insulted. He's a DJ. I get introduced to that. I'm like, all right. Yeah. It's just such a weird, and just because the words. How are you, buddy? Yeah, it makes you feel like you're like, oh, I'm a disc jockey. It's, I mean, anybody else who's a jockey at their job is either on a horse or like the lowest level person in an office. Like, Spinning oh, he's the, the tracks on wax. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stacks of wax going back as far as we can go. <laughs> uh, it's just gross. But uh, yeah, so I, I didn't know it was National Cheese Day, but I celebrated by getting Brady a present. Uh, I saw a shirt that had a picture of a pig on it, and Brady likes these novelty shirts, and it just said, praise the lard. And I'm like, well, this doubles up. This is double for Brady. He'll like Very this. Very nice. But I realized something, that when shopping for a friend like Brady, I have a limit, not financial, but a limit in how big I'll go. It's like shopping for your wife when you've got a, a friend of size. Right. Is that you can't insult. Like, you, okay, a lot of guys will look at their wives, and if you're lucky – you're thinking she's probably a medium now. Like that's if you're like, oof, I can't buy her a small because she might get upset. I remember Larry and I went uh, shopping once, and he was getting stuff for his ex-wife, and he bought her uh, extra. He's like, I think she's an extra small, and I'm like, that's a risk you don't want to take. Chicks love taking stuff back because if you get extra small, she's going to think, is this what you want me to be? In certain if brands, she's not, and if yeah, and if she's not uh, extra small. Now you're just saying you're looking a little chubby, or she's going to look fat in what you bought her. So you got to always think dead on size or one size bigger, and that's risky because they're big on the you don't even know my size thing. So you got to really guess if you've got a little one, never go excess unless she's like a child. I mean, she has to be really small for the extra small. So 
You, you, at the very least, you'll go small and keep your fingers crossed. But medium's pretty safe because they make really tiny mediums. A guy like Brady, I'm sitting there looking at these shirts, praise the Lord. And ironically, they didn't have smalls. Shocking. They didn't have a small. A guy wearing praise the large shirts, small, not available. <laughs> and they, they just knew their audience. So then I'm looking. I'm like, they got large. They got extra large. Now, I wear a large uh, and then at night a comfortable XL if I go to bed in a shirt, which is rare. I usually sleep in the nude because why wouldn't you if you got what I got, right? Anyway, that's a different story. So no, I uh, so I looked and I'm like, well, double XL. And I held that up and I'm like. I don't think this flies. I don't think this is. Oh, it goes. I don't know. That's double XL looked fairly, and so I think I bought a triple, but I may have actually purchased the double because I I won't put three X's on a friend. Oh, it's not here case. yet. No, it's here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what I got though. I think I, it's a double. Yeah. See, I, I can't. I don't think I can go to the three. There were. I had a choice between three X. And 2X, and I could not pull the trigger on a triple just in case. Well, and just like certain stores, John, like, you know, a double X at yeah. – uh, All right, but this is just an excuse you're making. I'm saying – At Banana Republic right. is different than a double X at the uh, – But praise, know, praise the large barn. Praise the large shirts. I can't just say triple XL. That's got to be right. Because <laughs> otherwise, then I'm encouraging whatever's going on over there. You know, it would be, I, I it would be like buying your wife a large saying grow into it. You're not going to do that. I don't want you – I don't want like – I got room to move. I don't want you to feel cozy in a shirt, triple X, and then go, you know, these are better. And it gives me a little space to try some, you know, some more brisket. I don't know what to do with you. (laughs) Your mother puts pressure on me all the time to not encourage it. Every time I talk to her, she tells me to help you jog or something. I'm like, I'm not helping him with this. He's a grown man. So I bought you whatever I bought you out of the kindness of my heart. If it's a shirt you can wear, that's great. But otherwise... I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's cool. I realize that a, a friend of size is very similar to a wife. Like Brett, I could buy you a shirt, probably yeah. XL. Yeah, that's okay. exactly I that. can eyeball him and guess. I have no idea. I would like to know, but I have no idea. So I'll go XL with you yep. if I ever see a you know, Cosa Nostra shirt. Or, <laughs> okay, thanks. Yeah. I've been double X for years. Yeah? What about that third X? Where does that go? <laughs> Every once in a while, it might pop in. That's when he shops at Amber Crombie and Fitch. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, that's he's right. got the triple X. Well, they, they, they shrink those down. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I'm like a size 22 waist at Amber Crombie. <laughs> like, wait a minute. You know where it kicks in is where you get the uh, dinner time over the seas what? sizes. Oh, over like the seas. Overseas. You know? overseas. Yeah. Over the seas. Over the seas and through <laughs> the woods. <laughs> so, uh, foreign shirts, usually yeah. one extra X. Yeah. For those of you shopping for Brady Wife, well, I, I realized I felt. Terrible, and it's the and I still pulled the trigger, but I don't know if it's going to fit. But praise the Lord, Brady. That's all I can say. It was your gift today. It's a nice shirt. It was a very nice shirt. The gesture was incredible. However, you're my friend of size, and I realize that I could insult you like I can a wife. Because you get your wife an extra small, you're in trouble. You get your wife a medium, and she's a small, you're in trouble. God forbid you go large, and she's a small. And I don't know. You can look at him and kind of say, I think that's small. Yeah, I, think I try to she's go – on the other side of it, not too small. You can't go too small. They get upset. Yeah, they get, I try I think, to err on the. Oh, I bought. I bought uh, too big. It, yeah, I think. I'm sorry. I always say this one, and this is a secret, guys. The guy at the store said these run a little, like the sizes are a little small. Like medium is more like a small. Oh, that's good. Like that. Always throw that in there. And if you bought it on the internet. Oh yeah, but the guy at the store at the internet I was talking to. You, you can't, <laughs> the internet screwed it all up because that's just a guessing game. And you're supposed to go in their closet and look, and I'm like, I'm not peeping it out i can guess your thing you're but if you buy her a large 
and she's a medium, you A, you just encouraged it, B, you insult it. Because you think I look large, but man, I've never seen a meltdown like what I saw with Larry's ex when she, he came home with those extra smalls. I warned him, like, you don't go extra small. You never go extra small. Because if it doesn't fit, she's going to feel fat. And that's your fault. You can't do that. And all those clothes, Larry sent me a picture like two weeks later of the gifts he gave her. And they were stacked in the corner of their living room. Untouched. No take backs. Oh, man. These are going to sit here as a reminder of how wrong you were. Oh, man. And she wouldn't take them back. That was his job. And he's like, I'm not taking them back. Those were gifts. That was a big dilemma. Well, he went too big on that gold (laughs) LeMay top in Vegas. Yeah, all her boobs came out yeah, in the elevator. Yeah. I had to tell her, too. Nobody noticed. I'm like, mm, I have to let you know something. What is it? It was a Tara Reid moment. I see your, both your breasts are out in the elevator. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like poking. Like, I, I don't have to work to see them. They're what? out. There's no shirt on here. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> and then Larry goes, I told you. Like, she had already been told that her boobs were out, and she didn't do anything about it. Was that before or after the breakdance uh, competition that we had at the top that of the room? That was uh, way before. Okay, was, all right. We were, sober leaving, we were sober leaving the room in okay. the elevator. I'm like, I'm sorry. I have to let you know that both of your breasts are are exposed okay <laughs> and then when larry said i told you i just laughed for 20 minutes i told you and i'm like <laughs> well if you already knew she wants them out <laughs> it was pretty great yeah that one was a little large she seemed okay with it but there you go happy cheese day brady that's all yes. i can say and the inauguration is today the, the big uh thing which i'm just finding to be stranger than ever people want you know i get emails it's real easy to crap on both sides dude pick a side no, I don't like either one. I, I have picked a side. I, just because it's not one of the two you want, I've picked a third side, which is the uh, I'm not going to be absurd in this thing and, and join in. I like certain things that uh, the right does. I like certain things that the left does. But I don't like anybody representing either party. And yesterday was a perfect example of it because I don't know what's going on. And today's going to make me feel weird too. Joe Biden wants his six, sweet 16. That's essentially what I'm seeing. Yesterday he did that big speech at the – at the Capitol, uh, the the water thing on uh, the Washington Monument, not the lawn or whatever. Yeah, in front of the. Uh, and they put these lights up and acknowledged. You know, they had a little memorial for the, the great China, lawn. The great wall of China. <laughs> yeah. The uh, uh, but they had all these lights up for the COVID people, and they had a podium, and they introduced acts, and the acts would come out to the podium, and the one lady sang Amazing Grace, and then Biden gave or uh, Kamala Harris gave a speech, and then Biden gave a speech, and I'm like, to who? And they're making eye contact with a crowd that's not there. And they're looking around. All you people. And I'm like, huh? And, it, and, it's, and we're just pretending he gets an inauguration like everybody else. There's just no one there. And I'm like, this is eerie. This is creepy. They've got the big teleprompters. I'm like, just do this in your office. It's like the X-Men almost when they were in the White House <laughs> filming all Kinda. that stuff. It's all fake. Yeah. And then so I was like, this would be Pearl Jam at Soldier Field, but if no one showed up and Pearl Jam just pretended they were there, you'd feel bad for them. You'd be like, nobody's there, dude. This is unnecessary. And we're going to do it again today. We're going to have this big inaug. Like, it's going to look as close as, like, and it's all for uh, prosperity. It's all for, uh, like, the look of it. So in in future generations can see photos of his inauguration, it's going to look the same, you know? Standing up in front of that podium with the people behind him, and you know, there's no crowd. He's talking to a bunch of flags today. It's like it's but, imaginary. And we shut down the town for that. Yeah, it, yeah, it's imaginary, and the, and the town gets completely closed because we have to keep it looking. And again, like I think you said yesterday, plenty of people didn't get a birthday this year. 
Plenty of people didn't get anniversaries. Plenty yeah. of people didn't get, uh, you know, my dad's retirement party. Funerals. Funerals. But we're going to do this? You could do this in an office. He could give his speech from the new hallway in his new house. We're pretending. It's all pretending, and it feels like pretending. And blow Hamilton through the uh, out the door. And it was a. It was a. You said it perfectly. You said it's like Hamilton. Yeah, I was watching a president perform for like the camera, and it was creepy. And I'm like, this is weird. We're being weird right now, because if if anything, it's just like, well, COVID makes it so we shouldn't have these things. So, but today. We'll have a thing, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what goes on because I don't, I don't, I don't know what to expect when it's all pretend. Well, time's to start. Uh, it's going to be right about when we're finishing up, like okay. nine. Well, they're going now. They got stuff going on, but they don't have to wait for a crowd together, so it can start like at nine oh one. Okay. Curious to see um, what the expense would be compared, like last year compared to this year, and oh, the last inauguration. And that's where the uh, cynicism comes in a little bit, saying like, do you need to? All this money that we're spending on this to put this together, like you said, could could happen in a, in yeah. a room. Yeah, when you're president, you in can just say, "I want, I want all the networks," and they say, "Oh, all right, I'm going to give a speech in five minutes." Yeah. Okay, get it ready, and that's one of the things they have at their disposal. This whole thing is just—it's the Sweet Sixteen, and the girl's mad because nobody can come over, so she's having one anyway. I'll do it by myself. It's like, what? I'll just have the – and we're going to decorate the house like there's 100 people here, and we'll put pictures of my friends up, and you're going to spend a ton of money on making it look like my – it's like you're throwing – this is a fit party. This is like – Seems a, like. I want it to bit. look just like all the others. Why was mine different? And it is. It's just for posterity. It's for taking a picture when he's up there getting the – and it looks just like all the other presidents who have had their uh, – Oath of office. They said prior to the attendance restrictions and stuff like that, so this was taken in September of 2020, it was to exceed $44.9 million to do the inauguration. Without crowds? That, that was before oh, per, the crowd potential restrictions. Potential crowds, okay. Yeah. So they haven't updated that yet. I'm trying to see if I can find anything else. We spent $50 million just to have a guy say, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, and, and yeah. throw his look, hand on the Bible and go to town. Yeah, yeah. I think Bill Maher called it the uh, the Book of Jewish Fables. The old, the old book of Jewish fables, you put your hand on it, you say, let's do this, and it's over. Look, for all it's worth, Lyndon Baines Johnson had the most memorable uh, swearing in I, 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 ever. In the, the plane, right. wasn't I, it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, everybody remembers that picture. Yeah. Now think of any other president's inauguration. Can you remember a minute of it? It looks just like all the others. I'd rather have the, like the, the – it's what I always tell high, this high school kid that uh, – my, uh, my my friend's kid was talking, well, I don't get to graduate. We're going to have graduation. I'm like, you get something better. You get a lifetime story of how your graduation was unique to every other graduation on the planet. Instead of sitting there saying, and trust me, your graduation's a drag. There's nothing about graduation day that was any fun. Nobody wants to go. No, it's awful. And you sit and it's dumb and you're in a dress for the first time. They put you in a dress for some reason now? I'm... I, I would have gotten kicked out for wearing exactly what you made me wear. If I'd have shown up to school in that in that nineteen ninety, I'm like Holmberg's in a dress. I'd have been in an office with a with a like a counselor. Yep. And uh, Jake Rowden, the you know guy who was in charge of discipline, going, "What's with the dress? Why are you being such a dick?" I'm like, "I'm just dressing." Then they dress you in it, and you sit there for hours, miserable on the last day. And I'm like, "These kids, you guys have a story. You well, want to walk, walk down the hall, grab yourself a beer." And say, congratulations, you've got the better story. It's a miserable, stupid thing, but it's historic. 
everybody remembers LBJ swearing in. Nobody's going to remember Biden's thing outside of the strangeness. Well, he still had one. It's going to look the same. I remember uh, Obama's first one. We remember it because it because was a it was, big crowd. Huge crowd. But do you remember it? I re- but the, the or do you point just remember when, when you say kind of the inauguration, the part that I remember is um, when he and, Michelle and the family is just walking down the street. And I also remember, oh, you know, the sure. historical part of it. And then, you know, there were some people making the talk that, uh-oh, hope that you the had racist the worst people, in your mind. Right. like, oh, God, you know, you're just thinking. Something horrible might happen. Yeah. Which is the whole reason we watch that stuff. And the whole reason, uh, it's it's NASCAR. It's people walking NASCAR. When they get out of the limo and everybody's like, oh, here no we go. Yeah, here yeah. it comes. Because, you know, Kennedy used to drive around in a convertible until he didn't. And then all of a sudden you're in a car that's got super steel roof and all, like we're not doing that anymore. And you're not, and they just wave from the window like we understand somebody out there is probably going to shoot me. the Pope build? <laughs> right? Do that. <laughs> Give me one of them. So it's just weird. I just don't understand podium speeches to grand ballrooms that no one's invited to. Can you imagine how? I mean, that would be weird doing it, wouldn't it? <laughs> Completely. So weird. Especially because they're facing where there's nobody. I think that's what I have the biggest issue with. It's the it's almost like the office. It's like Michael Scott's putting something on. Nobody came, so he did it anyway. And you're like, you're being weird, Michael. If you if you and I had an audience like ahead of us all the time, and they weren't there one day, and I still made you face that way, and we all faced where the audience would be, we'd be like, no, nah, we're just talking to each other right now. It's just let's just pretend this room shrunk. But he's talking to a bunch of flags today, which I find to be well, you know, he's an old man. There's a chance he talks to inanimate objects quite a bit, so it's weird. I That's just why I think um, actors will have the edge in the next coming oh, elections. Yeah. Come. Well, it's going to be a production. And they've always been in there, kind of. But yeah. And then the new radicals will perform to no one. <laughs> At least he'll be able to get through the song. Yeah. There's no crowd. I mean, we've done events. I remember I was in an event once at The Zone, and it was 2 in the afternoon on a Tuesday down by the ballpark, and there was no baseball game that day. And uh, the sales lady was there. Her name was uh, Barb. And Barb's like, well, you're the morning guy. You know, shake hands and kiss babies. Get out there. And I'm like, there's no one here. If there's a hand to shake. <laughs> and I said, I mean, literally, well, get outside. And I'm like, uh-uh. I'm Here's not a, a carnival board. barker. Yeah, I'm not a carnival barker. I'm not. There's nothing to win in here. Just come in and meet me. I, I- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't think anybody wants to do that if they do know me. So the one table that's in there, I wander over and I'm like, hi, my name's John. I'm the morning guy over at uh, The Zone. And they just stared at me. And then the one guy goes, we're from Texas or something. I'm like, oh, good on you then. And I walked <laughs> away. And Barb had the nerve to say, well, go, go talk to him. Maybe they're going to move here. And I'm like, Barb, I'm going to punch you square in the face. And I'm like, no. And second, if what am I, a waiter now? I'm going to go get their drinks? No. I, nobody came to your event. No, and what it was you, my fault. What did you the tell time. the people what would happen at this event? Right, at 2 o'clock. I told them you were oh, going to pack the place. By the by, yeah. She had told the manager that this show was killing it. 
And at two on a Tuesday in the middle of summer, people are going to flock down to Phoenix. Back, back when there was nothing to do. This is 1999 or 98. And nobody was there. And I'm just sitting there going, and then uh, there's a microphone. I'm like, Mm-mm. Oh, they had a PA set up for no. you and everything? Like, well, tell everyone. I'm like, there's nobody here. What am I going to get on the mic and go, hey, everybody not here? I had tables, chairs. I'm like, I'm not doing it. It's too weird. And I, may, I she said, well, you're getting paid. And I'm like, well, keep the money then. And that's when a salesperson doesn't know what to do when you're like, keep your money. What do you mean keep the money? You can't hold money over me. I'll get more later. Well, uh, uh, I'm like, tell the guys that I'm sorry. Nobody's here. There's no reason to have this event. And that because it put it on the salesperson to have to say this was a failure. I'm going to go ahead and give you it a break. It just takes a little while to get it going. She wanted her commission. No, it was two hours of empty. No, I mean <laughs> I a, a week, a series. you got to have a series. No, nope, no series. I wasn't ever going back. But they gave me a microphone <laughs> and talked to the tables. And it was awkward. So I've, I don't even like places that aren't full. You know, when the band plays and it's not packed full, I feel like we're wasting time. I definitely feel for the bands. Oh, that's terrible. I've seen, oh, the worst thing is the, the night we played once, we did a show. I think we did that Pearl Jam show at Rock Bar, and it was wall-to-wall. I was surprised how many people were at this thing. It was wall-to-wall people. And uh, we get off stage at probably like 1230, and I didn't realize there was another band after us. Those poor pricks played to just us. Everyone left, and all of the guys in our band are drinking, going, I feel bad leaving. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I feel bad walking we out. We better stay. We, we stuck around extra because it's like these poor bastards are playing to no one otherwise. And do you just get – there's nobody here, guys. So let's wrap it up. Yeah. If you give a speech to no one, do you need the podium? Do you need the microphone? No. And no. You, you I, just, find it, I find it to be very strange. A little so, lavalier mic on yeah. him. Yeah, and just um, sit down. And just do, it, just, it looks weird. It is weird. Yesterday was strange. I was giggling, but – We'll see. But it is happening either way. Was Kamala's, uh, was her speech original this time, or who did no, she jack she, this uh, one from? Actually, it was very strange because she said, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear. And I'm like, wow, that's an old one. She went, she she plagiarized heavy there. Tonight it might be in a galaxy yeah. far, far away. <laughs> a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Wait a minute. Is she doing episode four? I would... I would admire that. We can do it with a fox. <laughs> it's not even speeches. <laughs> she just reads uh, Dr. Seuss to us. <laughs> and we had more green eggs and ham. <laughs> I just like what happens to politicians when they do give speeches. Because I've seen plenty of speeches. I don't know anyone the cadence who talks to anyone like that <laughs> but it's a thing important that thumb but the, the thumb, thumb is important too, right? i will tell you Make this a point. Uh, biden is two stiff hands like yeah, bringing he in a plane a um, double chop he's got the double karate chop um you know most all of them have what used to be known as the atm thumb looks like they're trying to get an atm card i into think a machine. um clinton was the clinton big was one to huge start with the thumb he was his was up in the air but uh Usually, that cadence is because the crowd needs to. He- so, if they're doing that tonight with no crowd, then it's just performance art. It's, well, I, I find it'll this be whole fine thing on absurd. Fox because they'll pipe in the crowd. On, on Fox, the guys, or is it like the sports? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe they'll do it on Nickelodeon and slime everybody when they. I don't know. It, oh, it, I, I pay money I'd to pay see to watch that. that. Yeah, slime every right there. Yeah. I got an email from a guy yesterday. It's like you're always right down the line on this. You don't take a side in politics, which is a pussy move. 
Like, take a side. How about the side of I hate them both? Yeah, that's easy. Sure is. <laughs> it sure is. You vote libertarian and tell me you're not taking a side. I know my guys, my guys and girls can't win. There's no possible way. That way you're never guilty of voting for the wrong guy. That's not how voting works, but okay, thanks for the email. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to feel like you lost. Your vote counted. That's it. It doesn't matter who you voted for, win or lose. You, you didn't lo- win or lose. Your guy won or lost, but your vote still was as important as anyone else's. It doesn't matter who you voted for. So we'll see. But I'm curious. I will watch, and I don't want to at all watch any of the garbage that I'm going to see today because that's exactly what it is. But well, This is uh, along the same lines, but something a little different. But the caravan talk has gotten mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more popular, and we were t- mentioning like – so where were is there a bullpen or yep. where are these caravans coming <laughs> caravans from? come then, up every election year yeah from Central America and scare the hell out of everyone uh, there's another one coming I've heard last hundred thousand yeah, yeah last one was coming was the the midterms two years ago and they were full of MS13 and if you voted one way they told you that they'd, you'd get killed and then the other side if well if you vote against us you're, you're going to get killed so either way we really didn't have much of a and win. what happened to that it caravan stopped, well it stopped. And it just built up. They know that they're only designed to be the boogeyman for elections. So we got another caravan coming, and it's waiting in Mexico City for us to make an announcement. And once it does, it's just Katie bar the door. It's going to be like uh, the last day of school, just people just running it and running it. The caravans are an every two-year thing. Which is just going to crush the Rojo Casa down there, the Red Roof Inns. I don't know. (laughs) Everyone's checking out. Of the Red Roof Inns? Yeah, the caravan's heading this way. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, well, it's going to be tough for the front desk person. Yeah. Rojo Casa Inn. <laughs> Rojo. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the caravan's supposed to come and kill us all. If I haven't heard them. bad things about this caravan. Really? Yeah. I've heard many, many bad things. I know yeah. the one before Full that. Full of drugs. They're, t- they're here for your job. They're, look, this, this is going to be a Mexican morning show in a day if you listen to anybody. Everything's going to be Spanish. The people who are afraid are like, oh, the caravans are coming. You said the, the one know. before that had the, what was it? The, MS-13. Yeah, this one gangs. has the K-26,000. Oh, and it, I don't know. Whatever tack, code, tack glasses. MS-13. They come and hand out tack glasses There's a whole new gang in town. I don't buy it. But the caravans are coming. They'll be here, they'll be here on, uh, I think, next Wednesday. Well, talking to some friends have that have businesses, they they need people aren't taking the jobs. There's a lot of jobs right. out there. So, welcome caravan signs yeah. in front of those businesses. <laughs> the caravan. The Home Depot's gonna have to expand their parking yeah. lots. Oh now. my They're, god! To, when the caravan gets everybody. here, forget yeah. about it. We gotta make. We gotta look. Let's take the rest of the day off. Just play music. We gotta prep for this caravan. <laughs> the caravan. It's a special word, too, so people know exactly what to talk about. It's, it's just a fear tactic. Better right? get the lasers ready. Got to get those meters rolling. I fell into it last time. Well, this caravan's horrifying. Like, there's a million people, Central Americans, coming from war-torn nations of leaders that aren't feeding them and stuff, and they're starving, and it's a, a human uh, disaster, and there's people dropping dead. And then, like, the day after, oh, well, eh, the house is Republican-controlled, so eh, <laughs> the caravan like, stopped. It's over. Yeah, nobody cares. They're going to build the wall. Like well, this is crazy. What happened to that caravan? Uh, it's, it's trickling around somewhere. We don't know. We just, we stop paying attention. We don't care anymore. And the caravan's big news again. Is it the same caravan as last time? It's like a swarm of bees. You don't know where yeah. it's going to go. <laughs> Mexicans are a lot like bees. We see in groups, we get nervous, and we're not sure which direction <laughs> you're headed. And then we call the fire department, and have you hosed off. <laughs> That's usually 
my plan. I just want to see Mexicans covered in foam laying in my front yard. <laughs> oh, he should have never come in the caravan. So do you think the guy's scouring right now looking for caravan removal business? <laughs> right. Foaming a caravan. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if you're just you know, eating your bowl of bananas and uh, Chex Mix and sit looking at your front window on a Saturday morning and like – 100,000 Mexicans just walking, oh, is that caravan walking around again? They don't know where to go. Honey! Like, yeah, honey, the caravan's back. Grab the AR-15 and the foam gun. Where are they gathering? <laughs> I don't know. They're just moving around. They're kind of milling around our front yard. If they stay too long, we'll call the fire department. We'll have them hosed off. Don't <laughs> agitate. The caravan. And that's why I can't stand either side. They've both used the caravan against me to try to sway me one way or another. And there's never been a caravan. There's a lot of people crossing the border. I've never seen a caravan. And 11 million on t- after the caravan. Now yeah. we have 11 million that are They're here. going to be instant okay. citizens. That's the panic on that. that I think. Yeah. Well, the Republicans are panicking. It's 11 million right. voters. Yeah, on the right. Make them 11 million voters. That and the prisoners. Are, and then, hey, kudos to President Trump keeping it black. Man, it's like President Trump visited that get-out farm, and a black guy lives inside him. He's freeing Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. Kodak Black. <laughs> and those are his pardons. <laughs> Kodak Black, I've always known you were right. Quali Kilpatrick. They got loads. Of, like, he just went down the list of brothers, and anybody Kim Kardashian's been fighting for and said, pardon that. <laughs> and it's amazing. Like, Bannon. He's going to be. Kanye West is leaving. I think Donald Trump might move in with Kim. Who else would you like freed? This guy. Kodak Black. Yeah, big fan. All the bitches and all the hoes know where it comes One from. One more dance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I enjoyed it. He pardoned every black rapper that's been in trouble. And then there was this one kid who went to jail in Tennessee for life on their three strikes policy. He was 22, and he uh, went to jail for the third time uh, for drug possession and sales and stuff. And they're like, that's it. Life. You're done. And they, they got him out. But I'm, here's my, my double-edged sword on this is if this state had a three strikes policy – and, and I just and, you knew and I just took a chucker at a slider way outside the box for my second strike, and I'm like, "Oof, one more!" And fair or not, this state has a life. I can go to jail forever. You're the moving. Last thing I'm, I'm either getting to a state that doesn't have that, or not putting any drugs in my pockets ever again. If the rule is third time through, you go to jail forever, and you still had the nerve to stuff your pockets full of pot and say, I, "I'm I'm down in the count o two here." I don't see many balls coming. This guy's throwing heaters down the pipe, and I'm giving it to him. You're an idiot. Well, he got a GED and learned how to code in jail. So they're like, "Oh, he's he's a what a great member of society." The guy makes bad choice, and I know he's only 22, but look, a 22 year old can go to war and make decisions. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. You can make that choice not to put pot in your pocket the third time, no matter how stupid the penalty is. Here's the conspiracy side of it: that third strike could have been. Created. Oh, like, oh you know what? This is guy. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get him for distributing and we're going to. That's deep, Brady. That's very Tom Clancy. I don't know. Well, at least Kodak Black's out. That's yeah, all. I don't have Kodak. to worry about it now. They get, the, they get the art of Kodak Black. Did he wind up uh, pardoning uh, Joe Exotic? No. He kept saying that. No. And Joe really? Exotic, well, of 143 <laughs> people, Joe Exotic sitting so there. He was 141. Can you imagine? <laughs> Kodak wow. makes it, and Joe's still in the block. The stress of the last 30 hours on Joe Multinando Tiger. <laughs> Joe Exotic sat in his cell and waited, thinking this is definitely a thing. Lawyers probably came by and visited. He'll, he's going to do like 150 pardons. You're on the list. 
and he's probably packing us. Hey, guys, we'll see you later. Maybe he's being a dick. F you guys. Joe Exotic's out by noon tomorrow because I'm friends with the president. Never have to see your ugly faces again. No pardon. Joe Exotic's in. Do you think Joe Biden's going to, like, first move? Pardon Joe Joe Exotic's in there for good. Meanwhile, Kodak Black, you can visit Joe Exotic because you're free. (laughs) It's great. Our system's weird. But speeches to no one today. That's going to happen all day long. You know who I think uh, could do that really well? Everyone at KDKB. They're so good at just speaking into microphones to no one. They've been doing it for years. <laughs> the Woody Show is basically the inauguration every morning. <laughs> if, if the Woody Show uh, broadcast in the forest, no one would hear it because no one hears it in a city either. <laughs> it's great. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? Happy inauguration and National Cheese Day. It's 616. Uh, give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KB. Wake up! It's out of control now.